0: Hello everybody, listening to the Fair Weather Podcast, boy 2K Swabi. I'm here with Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Uh we are um, we got the lightning, you got the Tampa Bay Lightning behind us because uh once again we're moving on to the conference finals with a nice little sweep of the Florida Panthers. Sorry, Ron, and everybody who's a Panthers fan uh slight work easy money you know it's not this is the one time where I can openly say yes Tampa Bay what's happening
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll always say Tampa Tampa's a hockey town before football and baseball so uh just winning culture after winning culture and it's nice to to root for a Tampa team that actually knows what they're doing and continually doing it year in and year out even when they're backs are up against the wall or they're not the favorite and they've won two Stanley Cups back to back they find a way to get it done so they even lost some players from the team from, from last year
0: and it's like they didn't miss a beat it's like they took some time to just kind of just relax during the regular season and now they just kind of just chugging all things through the playoffs uh, We waiting on the uh, the winner of the New York Rangers and uh, who was it uh,
1: Hurricanes. the Hurricanes
0: yeah. Carolina right yeah
1: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, One of the games of the season that I went to was against the Hurricanes and I think they lost 2-1 in overtime to them on a goal. So Hurricanes are no slouch. Um, Yeah,
0: Everyone's saying uh, bring on the Rangers. That's what we want. So
1: I mean, it would be it would be good for, you know, people coming in and everything like that as far as. To, I mean, our stadium's gonna sell out regardless. Mm-hmm. But last thing I want is more Ranger fans than in there, Dar and, and Tampa. That would,
0: that would never happen. The Lightning <laughs>
1: fans. Yeah, I, I agree too. But you know, New York fans travel. So if this was don't. the
0: Yankees versus the Rays, that's a different story. But different story, the Lightning, yeah. we show out for the Lightning because we actually good. So it's hard to be a. A fairway the lightning fan because they've been good <laughs> they've yeah been good for
1: some time. And, I'll, and I'll be honest my love for hockey kind of really came when the lightning were playing and you know, when I was here so I'll say I'm a lightning fan at that so and even just to jump on a bandwagon, I, I really enjoy the way that they put this team together and and it's it's the core and then what's funny is like the core is there and then another guy produces and then he gets added to the unit of, of players and then another guy and, a, and budding stars are just happening all over this team. So you get to see guys grow within this <laughs> franchise and just become really, really good and then become a focal point on the team. Like I.E. Vasilevsky, we had, what, Bishop for so long and, and finally cut ties with that, and we have the best goalie. And now it. we got the GOAT. <laughs> now we have the GOAT, and he's only 20, like 26 years old. 27 so, or something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, he's super young.
0: Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, we don't want to. we don't want to talk about – Hockey 2 too long and make all you Panthers fans out there too sad. Sorry, Ron. Um, Episode 67, so we're obviously going to break down the NBA Conference uh, Finals. uh, Eastern and Western, we'll just have some open dialogue there. Just talk about the games, uh, you know, the back-to-back. We try to get a sweep with the Warriors, but Lucas said, hold my beer really quick. Um, That series should be (laughs) 2-2. It should be, but it is. (laughs) <laughs> should be almost almost got swept they <laughs> saw the end we'll talk I know, about no dude they, just like they let them come back in the game before it's like
0: come on guys learn how to
1: close <laughs> uh all nba teams are released uh we'll kind of just dive into those uh first second and third uh see if it's structured correctly did they get this right uh even jump into the super max deal how it affects players getting the super max deal is that even right just because you're on this list uh, college football preview, Sabin decided to have some choice words for Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M program, so Jimbo fired back. We'll just have some open dialogue, and then Lane Kiffin just being Lane Kiffin about the NIL and how this is a professional sport, and Bryce Young is hindering himself if he wanted to leverage the NIL, he should have jumped in the transfer portal, uh, we'll discuss the crazy preview of college football with our last segment, and then for the fun segment at the end, since Saban and Jimbo are going back and forth, and you know Sabin has said his sorries and everything, if you take them as sorries, we've decided to put our top three celebrity boxing matches a la head coaches going at it, duking at it with each other. So we'll have some fun there at the end. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's jump into the NBA Conference Finals. Uh, let's start with the East first. Uh, we're tied up at 2-2. Uh, game if you're listening game to this 5 will be
0: playing tonight.
1: Game 5 will be playing tonight. So if you're listening to this, you've probably heard Game 5. If you hear it a week later. You're probably watching the finals. So, <laughs> so it's on you at this that point. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Heat and Boston. And we're tied 2-2 two, two piece, And pretty... Pretty competitive, I can say. I mean, there's there's games of slouchness I see, like where some teams get a little sluggish. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm every I'm game like, has been a, a,
0: every game has been like a blowout. It feels like yeah,
1: it. it's, it's eh, some have been kind of competitive. I feel like the first game was a little competitive. All right, we got a twenty point one. Well, the game two was a six point one.
0: Game three was game twenty five. Game four was eleven, but it was bigger than that and then oh i'm looking at the wrong no i'm looking at yeah, yeah yeah my bad that was only game 4 yeah so yeah four of them have been pretty much blowouts except for one <laughs> so yeah so uh i don't know it's it's been an interesting weird series um what sucks is that both teams haven't been at full strength for you know at for any game it feels like it feels like it, Tyler Hero goes down uh Kyle Lowry goes down Marcus Smart goes down Al Horford has covid all this stuff. Jamie Butler goes, gets hurt. Like it's like in and out the line. There's no consistency, and it's really hard to get a read uh, on this series. Even who whoever wins Game Five tonight, as we as we're doing this, I don't think it, it's going to matter. I think this is going seven, no matter what. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those. It's just like they're they're honestly evenly matched in a very weird way. So it's like. A lopsided, <laughs> a lopsided
1: game seven is what it's going to go to. It, it was,
0: it's going to be how the Mavericks did to Phoenix. It's going to be – somebody's getting blown out in game seven. Um, but it's just – I don't know. It's just been very, very strange. But two players that – I mean, at the end of the day, Jimmy Butler, I mean, is is, is, is a magnificent basketball player. Bam and is a magnificent bat- basketball player. We were talking about him last week because uh, he, he takes advantage of his uh, – what is it, mouse in the house situations um, and then the other side I mean Jason Tatum is a magnificent player and Jalen Brown's magnificent and you see the impact that Al Horford has on the game you see some of the impact that Marcus Smart will have some days and Grant Williams will have some days it's just it's just a very, I don't know and then who the hell is Max Schuess so it's just a lot of just it's a very strange series <laughs> a very strange series I don't know I really don't know I can't really get a read on it honestly
1: yeah, that's, I eat my words. It's has It's been competitive, like, I guess for the first three quarters, and then it just kind of fizzles out is the way I've been, like, noticing it. Because players get on, or, like, teams get on, like, a long little streak, and they just run away with it. And the other team doesn't know how to recuperate from it. And I just, I just think that the most entertaining thing of all of this has been, like, you get to see players come into their shell and step up where they need to step up. Yeah, we've got this commanding lead. Can we keep it? You know, I guess it's kind of like in baseball where you're up eight runs and the guy hits a homer, you know, in the in the eighth. Why? Why do you need to do that? But they still do it. Mm -hmm. But it's just playing on to these players are great for a reason. You know, Jason Tatum making the shots he needs to make. Um, Jalen Brown matching that as well and playing at the same tempo at second fiddle when everyone thought he should be the one fiddle for a while. And then they said, no, it's Jason Tatum they finally got this figured out who's who seeing Al Horford roll back the clock and play like, you know, a, a, a shell of himself that we wouldn't think he would be playing. Like seeing Marcus smart actually pay a difference that you lose bad to the heat one game. And then who'd have thought you just need Marcus smart to come in there and, and play cleanup for you. And then on the opposite side, Jimmy Butler night in and night out doing his job. But the one thing that bothers me the most is, is when we saw the heat, Go to the finals in the bubble against the Lakers. We got to see Bam Adebayo be very, very dominant in that, and we're not seeing that now. We're seeing like a lackluster Bam Adebayo, and we say it all the time: like he can do so much more. He can be such a more aggressive player in the in the paint. Like you, like you, you know, our favorite. My favorite saying now: dominate when the mouse is in the house. And just ball down low. I mean, Robert Woods is six eight. I mean, Bam Adebayo is what six ten? He's about six nine with Yeah, he up. ain't that much taller, but I think he's more physical than than Robert Williams is, in in my opinion. And I just don't see anything from him. I see it's like maybe well, he, he has one
0: dominant game, uh, game three where he had thirty one, uh, ten and six. outside of that, he had 10 points, 6 points, and 9 points. Yeah. And not double-digit rebounds in any one of those other three games. And he's the
1: kind of guy that can do that for you. He has the ability to do that. But I don't know what it is if he's just choosing not to, if he's choosing to dial back, how they want to run this. I, I would imagine him to be more dominant. I feel like him and Jimmy Butler get each other. And they feed off of each other very well but everybody on that team just steps up whoever needs to step up whether it's Struce, whoever the hell Struce is whatever game well <laughs> you know, kyle lowry's back now and kyle lowry's you know balling and tyler hero when he's healthy he gets his job he does his job you saw him come out there swaggy with the little outfit and everything
0: well, everybody robinson got some got some got some run in the last game because it's weird he to me I thought Duncan Robinson was—I wouldn't say the better player between him and Tyler Hero, but to me, I don't know—he, he, I trusted Mother-wise. him a little bit more, and he wasn't getting that much playing time in his in this uh, in this playoff run until they needed him. We also see an Oladipo uh, play huge minutes now because they need him. It's just with the with the injuries that both teams are going through, it just makes the series just very hard to really understand and digest. You gotta just. You don't know where we're gonna get, um, but the pivotal game five is gonna determine something. Uh, it's a three and a half point favorite right now for uh, towards Boston, but still pivotal only means one thing: this game six, some, the other team's probably gonna win again. So it's just, I don't know, it's just a very interesting, interesting series. <laughs>
1: it's it's also a lot of those guys are getting playing time as well because they're getting blown out, so a lot more playing time for them. Like Duncan Robinson, I've not seen him on the quarter a lot because. They got blown out the last, what was it? The game before and the last one, they got blown out. So Duncan Robinson got to play a little bit more. So and then what's funny, we were we were saying that it's gonna be hard for for Boston to win one in the in Miami and they go in there and win one. But that was vice versa. Yeah, then vice (laughs) versa. It happened
0: both ways. They literally just again, this series makes no sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's you you would think it'd be like scrappy tooth and nail type wins, but they're either getting blown out comfortable wins and one by six, which is understandable. That's that's not that bad, but I mean when you're getting blown out by 20 and 30, that's just a little bit crazy.
0: Especially especially with the style of play that both of them play. Um yeah. they're both very defensive minded. Um so when you're a defensive minded team when you see a team going a 20 to 20 to zero run it's like what the hell's going on? Like they're both very defensive minded and they have great offensive weapons to use and, and great schemes to use. So I don't know. It's, it's really just a, it's just really just, it's a best of three now. And you know, game three, game seven uh, would be in Miami. Uh, Luckily Boston doesn't have players that would be going to the strip club before game seven. They don't strike me as a team that would be doing that. Uh, So I don't think Boston would be scared if it does go seven in Miami, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard to say. Well, you know, it's really hard to say, honestly.
1: It is both teams match up each other with each other. And I feel like they just psych each other out is what happens. Like they honestly psych each other out. Like they're just very good defensively that when one team shuts one down, the offense just doesn't know how to produce. And they just try and play too much defense. And, and it just doesn't, it doesn't translate. It doesn't resonate. Like they just, I feel like both teams get in each other's heads, like in their own heads at that. Like, just play good offensive basketball. They both do that very well. And lock down on defense when you need to lock down on defense and have the right matchups out there. Who do you think the best player in the series has been? It would be a toss-up between Tatum and Butler for me.
0: You gotta pick one.
1: (laughs) I feel like I don't know, man. I if I had to pick, I would pick Tatum. But my my gut wants to like like I want to punch myself and say Jimmy Butler because if Jimmy Butler's not there, they those boys are lost. They don't have the type of command that they have. Like I think there was a game that um Jalen Brown had he took over and he was like, Yeah, because Tatum only had
0: 10 and for Jalen Brown had 40. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they lost that game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one I'm and then
0: with the other on the other foot, Jimmy Butler went off in game one. But since then, obviously the injuries are a concern, but it's not like everyone after game one thought he was Michael Jordan. And then after that, it's like you know, kind of quieted down a little bit. So it's I don't know, it's just and then also these first quarters, <clears> um they I mean it's like somebody goes up 20 in the first quarter. It's like I'm looking at game three, it was 39 to 18 in the first quarter, um uh, Miami. It's like you can't get off to a start like that.
1: Yeah, you can't.
0: The other one was um, like another twenty point. It's like if you get off to a bad start in this series, it's like all right, well,
1: you're, you're gonna done. put
0: your foot on your throat. It's it's gonna be a wrap. So again, it's one of those series in which I don't know. I just shrug my shoulders and whoever wins at the end is gonna be beaten. Is gonna be beaten up and battered, and they're gonna get to play a fresh and healthy Golden State Warriors. <laughs> and Golden State about to get another one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, it's that's that's what's weird to me noticing that is like the the commanding leads and that's what i was trying to get as like they get in your head too much like we both know both teams to be very good defensively and both good offensively as well but if you just can't do either or like it's 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 crazy to think that these teams are it's just crazy to think of these like lopsided wins on all the, all of them so far, mm-hmm. and like you said, it's a best of three at this point. Whoever can win best of three is going on. Uh, but both teams are banged, both teams are injured a lot. Um, is Jimmy Butler like healthy now and playing?
0: I believe he is playing tonight. I think the only person that's out smart, is uh, Hero.
1: Smart is in, Heroes out. I saw that. I think yeah. Big Bob is out too.
0: No, but I think I think Bob's playing. Is he? I believe, uh, according to um, my sources that I have on, on staff, uh, the only players that are out are Tyler Hero and Sam Hauser of the Boston Celtics.
1: Whoever that guy we is. We have a Sam
0: Hauser sighting.
1: <laughs> Tony Sports, we're going to need you to educate us on who that guy is. Where did he
0: go to college?
1: <laughs> Never even heard of him. Probably a Hoosier. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, man, it's, I, I, Either or I'm happy with, to be honest with you. I'm I'm happy the Celtics got this far because, you know, beginning of the year, what did they lose? Like 13 straight or something like that. And everybody was riding them off. They weren't looking too hot beginning of the year. And then they just crept up and became two in the East, which is amazing. And Jimmy Butler, we just don't give him his flowers enough. Like he's a dog and he has the will to win. So take that, take that from a 76ers fan who,
0: uh, no, and the reason why we're never going to win a championship, because we let Jimmy Butler walk and gave Tobias Harris hair that's $38 million a year. I mean, I just, I can't fathom
1: it still to this day.
0: <laughs> still to this day, I can't fathom it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's tough to stomach. I can definitely empathize with you there, but I also am the guy that gives players like Eddie Curry a, king's ransom to come play in new york yeah yeah
0: y'all have had some uh in the last 22 years it's been kind of kind of messy over there <laughs> ever since y'all sure. made that uh that random finals appearance in 99 against tim duncan it's yeah, that been downhill good.
1: since then <laughs> it was a good team but it got waxed so we won one game um and there was a lockout so that played in our advantage as well so it was running like 50 games or some shit
0: yeah it was a short shortened season
1: Y'all yeah. was AC. <laughs> hey, but <laughs> winners win. They got there. Dang. That's all I can imagine. Winners Look at that team. It was a well constructed team. Yep. It just sucks that that was the end of Patrick Ewing's era, right there, man. That was the end of his knees. One thing. He
0: got he got fat in Orlando.
1: <laughs> he got fat in Orlando. Exactly. In that Florida sun. <laughs> oh well, man. But I'm whoever wins this, I'm I'm okay with them making it. Like I I think to your head, money on the line. Who you picking to win a series? Gun to my head, man. Sorry, Tony. I'm picking Miami. That Gun to my head.
0: Me. I'm going Boston. Gun to yeah. my head. Yeah, I think then, I think the injuries are a little bit worse for Miami than they are for Boston. And as long as as long as Robert Williams is able to make it all the way through, and and Horford to kind of kind of there's, there's a reason why Adebayo is playing bad. It's because like these. Robert Williams is a dog down there. Like, I think I saw a stat the other day. Again, Bam versus uh, uh, everybody else is doing fine. But against Robert Williams, he's like a JV basketball player. So it's like, as long as, uh, as, long as the, the big boys is, is good down low with Horford and Williams, I think every, everything else is working itself out. And we'll see a Boston-Golden uh, State uh, NBA final. And clearly, I keep saying Golden State for a reason. I know we're about to hop into that right now, but yeah, it's to me, it's, it's Golden State's year this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and you say gun to my head, and I feel like you tell me that gun to my head and I have to pick the guy with the gun to my head is Jimmy Butler right now saying, like, I'm not going to go out like this. And that, that's Butler- a good
0: point. That's a good point. I mean, I everybody on the basketball court He's the one that's not going to
1: go out like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Jason Tatum is a baller, but like, I don't see him make everybody. I see more Marcus Smart make everybody around him better than I see Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is like, like Kevin Durant, the guy who likes to hoop on the court. Although he is a good leader at that. I'll give him that. Even though Kevin Durant in my books isn't a good leader. And Jimmy Butler just loves the hoop, is a good leader. He'll fight the coach. He'll fight Donis Haslam. He'll do whatever it takes to make sure that team is running on all oars and winning. And even when they lost, he gave like, he's like, this is unacceptable. Things like this can't happen. Like we were in our heads, you know, he's, he's got the right answer. He's not coming out there saying like it was so-and-so's fault or like he's taking the initiative for it and also taking it for the team and also dishing it to the team to be better too. So I've I've got a lot of respect for Jimmy Butler, and like I always say, like I feel like we don't talk about him enough until playoffs roll around. That's, that's why he
0: puts his capons in the playoffs.
1: Exactly. So that's that's you know where I where I look at at that at. So I'm I'm going the Heat on this, but if the Celtics win, I'm I'm 100 fine with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's switch over to the West. Uh, I mean, it's three one series. Almost got swept last night. Uh Golden State, Dallas Mavericks, Lucas taking a beating left and right, and I think everything that we preached we were wrong against, and then everything we preached, we're actually right against now, so team is too small. And Golden State doesn't have any big players either. They just know how to play big ball with little guys.
0: The thing and, about Golden State, they've been doing this for years. Exactly. Uh Dallas is brand new to this party. So yeah. like when you go Equal to, against equal as far as style of play, the team with experience and a guy like Draymond Green and a guy like Stephen Curry and a guy like Clay Thompson. Look, Andrew Wiggins has joined the party. Jordan Poole, you got a great coach, Steve Kerr. It's just, we're proving once again why it's it's impossible to be a solo superstar and win a championship. I don't care in this day and age, even historically, people keep saying Jordan won by himself. No, he didn't. LeBron never won by himself. Kobe's never won by himself. Like, you need help. <laughs> Luca, Luca is going to – Luka's getting 33 points a game. He's balling right now, right? But yeah. he needs help. <laughs> he they, they made, like, what, 23s last night. Like, that's what they need to do. They need to make threes. Game three, they were up by, like, 20 and still lost. Like, you can't go sh- shot for shot with Golden State. It doesn't work like that. You got to hmm. defend them. You got to slow down the pace of the game, and Luca got to get busy. But he got to get other guys involved. And you know, it's—I mean—Golden State's dominating the boards. They're—they're they're, right now. It's forty-five to thirty-five uh, per game on 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 rebounds. And they're—and they're both not big teams, right? Or well, they're, they're out rebounding Dallas by ten rebounds. That's that blowout city right there. They're out—they're out assisting Dallas by six assists or seven assists. Twenty-seven point eight, so twenty-eight assists to twenty-one. So, uh, Golden State, you watch them play, and it's, it's so beautiful to watch. They move so well without the ball. Everyone's screens, everyone's popping to the corner, everyone's flashing. They're getting offensive rebounds. They're taking good-looking shots. Whereas the was, second
1: unit, and the second unit looks great too, man. When and the that's what team. they
0: were winning championships with in the past with Sean Livingston and Leandro Barbosa and all those guys. It's the same thing. The second unit comes, and it's not like a drop off or anything. I mean, they had they were making a comeback yesterday with Kaminga and Moody. And I remember when the season started and they drafted them. I was like Kaminga and Moody. I was like, this is not gonna work. Jokes on me. That. Jokes on me. Because Kaminga and Moody, bro, it's like this dynasty is never gonna end. And I look at Golden State, and I look kind of just from like a historical standpoint. Golden State reminds me of the dominance that the San Antonio Spurs had. For, for that stretch where they, they won five championships in like a, what was like a 15 or 18-year span. I feel like it's going to be the same thing with Golden State. It's, they have an unselfish superstar, Steph Curry, just like um, they had Tim Duncan with San Antonio. Two very unselfish superstars who are not extremely ball dominant, but their imprint is always going to be on the game when they play. And then you have the other guys around them who know their roles and play it well. Like you got Draymond Green, who knows? I'm gonna give you nine assists, nine rebounds, four blocks, three steals, five fouls, you. and a and a technical. Right? Like <laughs> I'm gonna give you that every game, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do it to the best that anybody can do that at. And it's like, and I don't know, I don't know what the Mavericks have to do to get back in the series and try to force a game seven. I think Golden State is gonna go back in game five and it's gonna blow them out and kind of just sitting and wait for uh, Boston and, and Miami to, k- to kill each other at this point.
1: Yeah, at, at this point, like, <clears throat> I mean, everyone wants to see, you know, there's a guy who put a bet in, Well, he bet like 10K to win like a mil or something like that for the Mavericks to come back and sweep after the win yesterday. But I'm sorry, man. Like a 3-1 lead is, is really tough to come back. It's never been done. Um 3-1 has been do done, but not 3-0. <laughs> yeah, 3 0 my bad. But Luca Luca can't do it by himself. And like Finney Smith, like I feel like he wants to play like Draymond. Like his style of play is similar to Draymond's, but like it just I don't know. Like when you're going against Draymond, like Draymond knows how to how to get in Draymond's head, so like he's gonna be able to take care of Finney Smith, no problem on that. But you know, Dinwiddie. Brunson, they've actually held their own for the most part. And everybody else on the team is just like, I don't know, man. There's just no wow or it factor there. That's anything, in my opinion. And and just watching, like you said, Golden State play, it's it's beautiful to watch them in transition, set screens. Like that run that they were having with Moody and Kaminga was really nice. Yeah. And like seeing Kaminga just hit like an open three in the corner. Is just, like, unconscious. Insane. Not yeah. even no nerves whatsoever. I'm like, this is scary. <laughs> this is it's it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he was a lottery pick for a reason, man. Um, But they're, they're set up for, you know, for success and having, having good mentors and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry, and then seeing the future of Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga and, I mean, I guess, I guess you can throw Moses Moody in there too. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good, man. And, and where they, where were you saying before, where they capitalized was the second unit and the second unit looks very comfortable out there, no matter how you shake it up. If Steph cups off the bench, if Jordan Poole comes off the bench, whoever's doing it and leading the second unit, they're straight. And it doesn't matter. Cause you should be scared too, because that's a really, really good second unit. I don't even think the heat or the Celtics, Second union is, is that scary to me.
0: The heat no, the heat are very deep. I
1: would say they, they are, deep. but it's not it's as deep. scary as as the Warriors to me. I mean, well, yeah, they have Oladipo. Yeah, they have Duncan. He's a he's a he's a uh all NBA player at one point in his career. <laughs> he is, but but he's also been hurt a lot. So he's gotta be, you know, they're they're giving him more time, like he got in the garbage time yesterday, which is nice because he's gonna need that to get more playing to be fresher and be able to shoot better out there and play better with his teammates. Obviously you want to keep a guy like that fresh. So I understand that, but he ain't starting that guy. Struce is starting over him. Strews. But I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like it's, it's 2.0 all over again. Like we've been saying all year, like the everything clicks for them. Dallas is a great ride. It made me happy that you knocked off phoenix but i no, it's i'm sad that them. they
0: knocked off phoenix because i wanted to see phoenix versus golden state been, i think it would have been a better series with them
1: and eh, i don't know i i'm no one's scared of phoenix and, and i agree with that no one's scared of them people are I scared think of phoenix Luka.
0: matches up a lot better with golden state than, than uh, Luka and them do because they I have they true. have sides that they will use they'll bring javel off javel mcgee off the bench he'll grab 15 rebounds and deandre Ayton gonna do his thing they have, um, they have wings, just like you know your favorite player, Mikael Bridges. They have Devin Booker, obviously. Chris Can't Paul. Be. Chris Paul would, would struggle with Steph Curry because he's old now, but he's still Chris Paul. He might give you 40 one night and then five the next night. You don't, you don't know what you're gonna get. Uh, but one thing that was alarming for me, I'm looking at, um, not alarming, well, weird. I'm looking at the Mavericks. Uh, so Lucas gave you 33, nine and and six. And then Brunson's giving you twenty, and Spencer Dinwiddie's giving you fourteen. Bullock's giving you twelve. Finney Smith's giving you a twelve as well. So you got five players,
1: five players averaging double digits for game. Bullock for game three went out there just for a cardio. He just came out (laughs) to do cardio for forty six. You still
0: got five players averaging double digits, right? But the problem is the rest of them are have been terrible. And then for the series, Luka Doncic is like is a in plus minus. Luka Doncic is a minus twelve. And he has the highest plus minus on that team. So, like, and when he's on the bench, I feel like they start making a little bit of a run because you can't attack, you can attack Luka Doncic. Like, he's not the best defender. Like, he's, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, all these comparisons about, you know, LeBron and Larry Burr and all that stuff. The difference between Luka and those other guys, LeBron has made, I think, I think seven or eight all NBA defensive teams. Uh, uh, Larry Burr used to lock people up too. So, like, you know what? The, that's going to be the, the the knock on Luca moving forward. I don't see him as somebody who's ever going to improve on defense. Um, they're gonna he's going to be more of like a box of one kind of player, and or not a box of one, but more of like a he has to play zone. He has to play like free safety and roam around. You know, get some cheap steals here and there. Um, but believe it or not, he's leaving. He's leading the series in blocks, <laughs> which is which is hilarious. But I don't know. He's not to me. He's not like a. He's not that guy, as far as from a defensive standpoint. they've they've been right. taking advantage of him on that on that aspect.
1: I mean, Andrew Wiggins yammed on him the other day. Also, Andrew Wiggins deserves some flowers, man. I'm sorry. I was gonna but
0: say, but I didn't want to be the one that did it. I thought I knew I had a feeling you would say because yeah, I've, always been
1: big, I've always been a big Andrew Wiggins fan. And I just feel like you know, he was put in a situation where he was the focal point of Minnesota and they wanted him to be that. Then they go and get Carl Anthony Towns. And obviously, it's two number one picks going at it with each other. And, you know, it's kind of hard to Joe with that. Who's the, who's the main voice here? Can we both be it? Can we not? And it was just young basketball playing. And I think all Wiggins really needed is what we always preach, mentorship and a veteran presence. And what's better than having all of that with what Golden State has? So you get to see a guy play the game. Go from being a possible bus, which I never thought he was a bus, he was averaging 20 a game, but just on a shitty team and carving out a role. And who'd have thought he had bunnies like that? Man, like I mean, he's always had it? that in his bag. He's a but, guy
0: that's extremely skilled with no alpha mentality whatsoever. That's his That's it. the best way to explain that's, it. That's, that's that what, what it is. Say, yeah. Supremely yeah. talented. He just he doesn't have that mindset to just go like that. He has more skill than Jimmy Butler. Let's let's keep let's be honest. But the difference between him and Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler is like is a dog, like a serious dog. The
1: difference is Jimmy Butler is from Texas and he's from Scarborough, Toronto or uh Canada. So Somewhere in Canada. <laughs> that's the difference right there. Texas boys don't know how to ball compared <laughs> to Canada boys. He's too nice. <laughs> exactly. Hey buddy, how you doing, buddy? So but no, I mean I, I get what you're saying. There's athleticism there's talent and it's just it's all just been waiting to explode and i think now that he's making this deep run you know they're bringing out the best out of him and you're gonna and you're getting to see it and he gels well with that team he's really they'd be foolish to get rid of him i would think
0: remember how when harrison barnes was with golden state in the beginning yeah and he fit right into that system because he doesn't have to be the focal point because as north i'm a tar heel fan and What's his name? When he, was in, when he was with the Tar Heels, he was the guy. He was, I thought I thought he was going to be the next best NBA player, right? But he doesn't have that mentality, that that, that that thing, that it factor. But when he was at Golden State, perfect. Then he got a big contract, and he's kind of been just an average player ever since then. To me, it's the same. Harrison Barnes and, and uh, Andrew Wiggins, to me, are very very kind of carved kind of the same way. They have to be on a team like that where they can be your third or fourth option. They'll, they'll flourish in that. But to be the number one option, that's not what they're built for. That's not – Sacramento has not been shit since he's been there. And then wasn't he with mm-hmm. uh, Dallas at one point, uh, Harrison Barnes? He yeah. wasn't shit there either. So it was like this is this is a perfect kind of situation for, you know, for the Golden State Warriors to have a player like Kaminga being your your third or fourth option. Um, and it goes back to just blow my mind that they went from Harrison Barnes to Kevin Durant <laughs> and they went from Kevin Durant to Andrew Wiggins. And it's like, they haven't missed a beat. <laughs> They've had three different kinds of uh, players playing that same exact role and they haven't missed the beat. <laughs> so I
1: don't know. It's just yeah, it's crazy. Kevin Durant going to Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like just knowing that you went from Harrison Barnes like, Oh shit, we gonna get, we're going to, we're going to get Kevin and you yeah. get Kevin and you lose Kevin. You start shitting the bed. Like, Holy fuck. We lost Kevin Durant we had a down year but that's because everybody's hurt and 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 then then you get players back and you build it back up and then you get this guy kaminga and andrew wiggins steps it up like you're good it just shows it just shows and if there's anything that i'm proud of with these organizations is like they and this is probably for the heat the warriors and maybe the celtics i wouldn't really throw dallas in or dallas i think it's just Kind of, you know, lucky to be where they're at. They just at this happy point. to be in the
0: dance still. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, they happen to be in the dance, and and they were just sick of hearing all this shit about about Phoenix. But if anything, I'm appreciative sure about this team is one, the training staff is good. They keep these guys fresh. They keep these guys healthy. They're they yeah, they have injuries, but they avoid some pretty big ones for the most part. Um, you know obviously the clay one you can't you can't fix that that's yeah, something that's inevitable that yeah. and 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 uh gary payton jr falling and breaking his elbow that's unfortunate as well but you saw boston rehab two guys pretty quick and get them back out there um we've seen players on on both sides on miami go out and golden state go out in their rehab but they also have faith in their players is which i which i always say is like if you get these guys like an Andrew Wiggins, don't give up on them. Let them come into his show and you see him flourish. Don't give up on, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a player on the Celtics. I, I, that doesn't come to mind. Um, I don't know. They, they went out and go and get this guy that they, they got two players that fit the mold that they've had all this time. And Al Horford and who's the big white German dude that they got um, back in Houston? Oh, my God. Always made fun of that, that Vic, Vic loves so much.
0: Right, it's on the tip of my tongue,
1: yeah. Um, but, anyways, they went and got both Tice, of Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice, Daniel Tice. fit their mold. They knew we yeah. need the big guys, you know. Horford knows his role here, blah 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 blah. Tice was good in the second unit, he can start if we need him to. If Big Bob gets hurt, blah 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 blah, blah. and they know their roles. And then, Miami, Jimmy Butler, does this guy fit the mold for you? He's a dog. He? I'm keeping him exactly. PJ so, Tucker.
0: <laughs> every player
1: on that team every player the Larry. Team. exactly they're all dogs so they're all like, the same player <laughs> and and they and it works well so that's what i appreciate about all of those teams i mean the war i mean D- dallas dallas are, they're just missing a second fiddle they need a second fiddle is what they need
0: you know what's refreshing for probably adam silver and the nba and all the gms and all the owners and all that stuff that era of Big three, go get it. big three, go free agency. It's dead. I mean, the Lakers tried it, they didn't make the playoffs. Brooklyn tried it, got swept. Um, what other big three? I mean, all the other big, like, all these teams that we're seeing now, homegrown talent, or they picked up a, a, a key piece. They didn't go get put all their eggs in the basket to go get one player. Like, think about it, Russell Westbrook, it cost the Lakers $47 million, right? In that same $47 million, Miami will find four players to do what Russell Westbrook can do and then some four for dogs. the same amount of money. <laughs>
1: Correct. Four dogs.
0: Exactly. And that's the and that's, the, and that's what the, the, the league is starting to see now. Milwaukee won a championship last year. They didn't go get a crazy big name. They drafted Middleton. No, wait. I didn't even know. They traded for Middleton a long time ago. They drafted Giannis. And then they brought in Drew mm-hmm. Holiday, right?
1: they didn't the middle the team came from the Pistons,
0: the Pistons. Yeah. And he was only there for like, what a year or something like that. They got rid of Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, but they brought, last year they brought in PJ Tucker. They brought in Bobby Portis. They like, they did the small things. You see the teams that are doing the small thing, go to the state, go get Andrew Wiggins, go get, go we'll draft well with Jordan P- with, uh, Poole and,
1: uh, Mingo Moody.
0: I mean, we're still waiting on James Wiseman. We don't even know what the hell's going to happen with that. So,
1: I, it's, no it's, it's,
0: yeah, I think it's refreshing to see that this is what the league used to be, and it's it's getting back to that. So all the big three and big four and all that stuff, it's a it's like a it's a, it's literally a dying breed. it doesn't work anymore. Jimmy Butler, I mean not Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum drafted, Jalen Brown drafted. Uh Horford's been in the system a, a couple of times. It's just Marcus Smart drafted. So it's they got it figured out. They they all they the the teams that are, are gonna be successful now are gonna have it all figured out.
1: I think Miami, too, like, you can even throw, even though Jimmy Butler's the focal point point, they went and got a lot of players, like, they're not historically a team that just kind of drafts well. They kind of get players that Joe well together and put them together and then draft around that, i.e. the Tyler Heroes, i.e. the Bam Adebayos, um, even though Bam was there, you know, before Jimmy Butler was there uh, and had to see the the garbage time that was there in Miami for a little bit. But they're just a team that, literally either gets three superstars or one player or two, and then tailors a the piece around. we've seen it historically. Yeah. The Alonzo mornings and the Tim Hardaway and the Dan Marley run that they have. Right. Uh, That's the true. Three, that is true. The big three. We got to see the Eddie Jones and Glenn Rice era too. We saw them bring in Shaq to win the championship with Dwayne Shaq. Wayne
0: and, and oh. uh, Gary Payton. So they, they have, Miami has actually done a very good job bringing in the right piece. Uh, outside yeah. of that whole big i mean they, the big three obviously was a success but they've done a very good job just attracting the right piece because i mean you have to think about it they've, they've been relevant pretty much these whole last 22 they've been since this is 89 they've been relevant since like 95 like they've been really solidly ran the whole time so and even if they don't draft the player they're not besides the lebron bosh thing they're not going and making big splash names like we all thought Giannis Attendez Cooper was probably going to go there, but nah, we don't we need to do to that. Man. We don't need to do that. We go get Jimmy Butler, do this, do that. And they're in the NBA finals two years ago, and they're about, yeah, I mean, they have a very good chance to make it back again. So, yeah, Miami is a very well ran organization. I definitely got to give them credit for that. I mean, I, that heat culture is it. real. That heat culture is real.
1: You heard what Jermaine O'Neill said? <laughs> yeah, that was, I was actually going to bring that up. That was really good <laughs> yeah. about eating, eating Twinkies, or was it uh, Oreos. Uh, He's like, he yeah. much rather
0: eat Oreos than, than stay in shape for the. And it's true, like you look at the Heat, they don't got no fat players. They, Udonis Haslem used to be fat. That dude is slimmer Kyle and trim now.
1: How <laughs> Lowry the fattest one out there, and he ain't even that fat. He's not man. even
0: that fat. Shack used to be fat. Shack got to Miami, he was trim. He was body fat was all the way down. It's it's, it's crazy, but that Heat culture is for real. That's why I always said if LeBron James playing for the Heat for his whole career, I guarantee you we have seven rings plus. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I mean, he Thank went you. to 10 NBA finals. He would have had like seven. Seven of them
1: chips. Easily. Um, yeah, you don't want someone to look like a slob on South Beach either. So Yeah, well, yeah.
0: That's why James Harden was probably trash. I mean, he kept coming down to Miami, going to the strip clubs. Uh, but, you know, his body his hamstring, you know, obviously he can't get into shape. You know, you get that cardio, but he's still James Hardy. He got to, he got to go out to South beach and see what, see what's up. See what's up with little baby and, all. <laughs> and the boys down there. But, but Boston, Boston's not going to struggle there. Cause they got that Miami mindset where it's like, no, 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 we're a historic franchise. We're not doing all that bullshit. We, we are here to win uh, another NBA title so they can pass up the Lakers. <laughs> because uh, right now it ties 17-17. So I think Boston really wants this one this year, trust me. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, let's jump into the NBA teams. They just released first, second, and third teams. Um, So first team we have for the guards coming in to represent are Devin Booker and Luca. Fords, we have Giannis, Tatum, and center, other four, we have Jokic in there. For the second team, we have for the guards, Morant, Curry, Fords. We have Kevin Durant, DeRozan, which isn't he really a guard, and Joel Embiid. And then for the third team, we have Chris Paul, Trey Young, LeBron James, Pascal Siakam, and Carl Anthony Towns. So I've been watching TV all day today in the background while I've been working at home today. And Stephen A gets to vote. Stephen A. said this morning that you can vote because I guess the forward or the center is like thrown away now. The big man is the, just the backcourt is what they're calling it, and he voted for Embiid and Jokic, but he says a lot of these people that go into voting say they have that mentality style that, that you got. Yeah. yeah, you got to have that center there, and then JJ Redick. God, ESPN, do not let that man leave. Give him a bag before, before, like before I saw the HBO police. gets him or Showtime or give CBS a or a Fox man. Sports. Get give that him, man a
0: bag now.
1: <laughs> give him the bag. Don't give it a Pat Bev. Whatever you do, just <laughs> oh, give please. it. A bag.
0: He gonna know. he's gonna get a bag from somebody.
1: Oh my! <laughs> he God.
0: gonna have to be on. He's gonna have to be on a network where he's allowed to curse, though. So it probably be won't a, be. It won't be Disney,
1: ESPN. <laughs> he's gonna be. he's gonna be Vice. Is where they gonna get him. It's <laughs> gonna but,
0: be on. Uh, uh, what's that one called? Oh, Revolt. (laughs) Revolt TV
1: with with Sean Diddy Combs. (laughs) Anyway, so J.J. Reddick then chimed in, and I agree with what J.J. Reddick said. Give it to the 15 best players in that order, and that's the way you should rank it now because we play a different style of basketball where the center was a dominant position. Yes, there are still dominant centers, but if they even equate to it, and, and obviously Embiid, once again, had an MVP season and got left off of first team once again. Yeah. And if he has the ability to be there, there's no reason he should have been there. Now, I also feel that we were spoiled with this year's um, play from playoffs. So a lot of people who voted were watching Jason Tatum during these playoffs and were like, oh, he deserves it. No no, the- no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. They vote, they vote in April. Oh, they did? They vote before mm-hmm. the season is over. I don't know why they wait a month to let, let us know who's on the- who's on the team but they vote as soon as the day the season ends. So the playoffs have nothing to do with their vote. They've okay. already voted and I, then the I
1: retract that. I thought it was I thought it was just there and then when they're voting because No, 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 yeah. I I don't think Tatum should have been first team and I don't think Booker should have been first team in my books either. So who
0: would you replace? Who would you replace?
1: Um for my first team for guard if we we're going to do it that way, if we're doing it in April I would have said either Steph Curry or John Morant should have been there for me. And then if he's considered a forward, I would have said DeRozan or Durant there for me. Durant played the whole season like a, a bat out of hell. so.
0: But he played only 55 games. Kevin Durant? Yeah.
1: He was hurt? I thought he was healthy.
0: Remember, he missed like January all the way to March? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right. uh, the the Achilles thing again or, the, right. or whatever. Right. And I would have picked DeRozan over him. Why DeRozan? DeRozan was only good until December. Jason Mm. Tatum deserves to be there. If I had any gripe, so I don't really have any gripes except maybe John Morant um, to be in that first team. But Devin Booker was an MVP candidate. Um, Luka Doncic is Luka Doncic. And obviously my other gripe would be Embiid over Jokic. But for what, I mean, honestly, the top, the first team makes sense. It does kind of make sense, but I would prefer, as a fan, to see beat over Jokic. But you can't have the MVP be on the second team. Remember when LeBron James uh, was first-team all-defense and, and Mark Gasol was second-team defense, defense? I'll clarity. give you a better
1: one. I'll give you a better one. How about when Tyson Chandler for the Knicks won defensive yeah. Player of the year yeah. and was on the second all-defense team. And yeah, White yeah, yeah, Howard was first? Correct, correct. When the, when the shit don't add up. Yeah, it doesn't add um, up like
0: that, yeah.
1: That so, Jokic. I mean, if Jokic
0: is the MVP, he has to be on, on the all the NBA first team, right? It's just it makes sense. Uh, and then looking at the second team, Steph if, Steph got hurt this year too. But yeah, see, if, if
1: now now this is me looking at it now. If knowing that Embiid and Jokic can live together on a first team roster, if that's playing into it, if this were me and I were voting, I would have liked to have seen. From the guard position, Luca and Ja. Whoa, 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 really quick, don't even put positions. Who are the top five players this year in the NBA? That's my question to you. Top obviously, five players. Obviously, the top three are the three MVP candidates. So Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis automatically, there. For automatically, me. correct. And then I would say Ja. And then fifth is really a toss-up for me. I would I would say Luca or Tatum one of the two would be there for me okay that would be it I'm not trying to take anything away from Tatum I just feel like there were so many if you could go back and watch our shows we were just saying like we're not seeing it from Tatum like we should we should be getting more from Tatum and there was like games where he'd had 10 and 11 and 12 points it and- is he had 50 <laughs> he had two 50s exactly so like you got to respect that
0: well let's just looking at the- and I know points per game is not the only thing to look at when it comes to these kind of these categories, right? Luca led the league in scoring, thirty-one points a game. Got to put him in there. Giannis was in there; he was second in scoring. Jokic was in there; he was third in scoring. Jason Tatum was fourth in scoring; <laughs> he was the fourth leading scorer. And John Morant was fifth. That's why I was like, maybe I'll put John Morant in there personally. Um, but I feel like he probably got dinged because the, he didn't play it. He didn't play a lot of games. And the games that he didn't play, Memphis was still dominant without him. So maybe that might be like, well, how important was he really to the team? Um, But I I mean, and and again, I know points per game is not the only thing to look at. uh, But for what it's worth, that's your top five in scoring right there. LeBron and Durant uh, would technically have been like three and four or four and five or something like that. But they didn't play enough games to qualify for for uh, points per game. So. Well, well, Durant actually you know, Durant actually finished ninth. LeBron would have been fourth because I think he had 30 points a game. if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But again, um my, yeah, if I had to do anything, maybe I'd probably put John Morant, but I wouldn't be able I'd probably have to take out Devin Booker to do that, which I wouldn't have a problem doing. <laughs> Especially seeing how how many knee came up in that series against Dallas. You gotta put Luca over over Devin Booker right now. And Maybe you gotta put John Moran in that five. But again, it's the the way the voting is done, is it, it is kind of archaic because we come from an you know when we were born, there was you a know center, there was Gembe, there was Alonzo, there was Patrick Ewing, there was David Rock, there was centers, right? Shaq, you know, it was a lot of centers in the league. Ralph Sam Samson, like it was a lot. Now it's positionless basketball. So when you're in this era of positionless basketball. Even if you do have a seven footer, like Shet Holmgren is going to get drafted, right? Is Shet Holmgren even a center? He's seven foot one. He's not really a center. <laughs>
1: he can shoot threes.
0: <laughs> he, he's a center. Centers he, never
1: shot threes.
0: So it's like, but it's like, what, what, what is the example? What is the uh, definition of a center? So to me, that, I mean, Kevin Durant is seven feet tall. He is not a center. So to me, in this era where we in Positions are honestly out the You have a one through, you have a one, two, three, four, and five. You don't have point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center anymore. So, if that's the case, if we're just going one through five instead of uh, positions, you just got to go like what JJ said, and that's it. I, I tweeted it. You got to protect JJ, and get that man to back because he's right on the nose. The top yeah. fifteen players should be voted on. Like, all right, number one, number like you know how the NFL does like the top hundred. You you, know, you got to do a top fifteen, and and the other part. I think in the, in the All NBA teams, I think it's just the media who votes on that. I think that's that's It's ho- a horrible precedent because people have emotions into these picks, like people like f- people won't vote for somebody they don't like. There's a reason why Embiid is probably never going to win MVP and it's probably never is not first team because he probably rubs some people the wrong way because he's jovial, he'll take shots at you, he's unapologetic, whereas Jokic is quiet and nice and. He pushed. He pushed Marcus Morris, but no one. He gets. No one talks about <laughs> talks about that. Like Steph Curry is cute and cuddly. No one. They're, they're gonna make sure he gets in. Like it, when, when it comes to these voting, it should be players that, that vote as well. The media should have uh, some input as obviously because they do cover the game. But you got to you got to get the players involved with it, too because they're the ones on the front lines that see these players every single night, and the bias is gonna be a little bit less <laughs> when you have the players involved with the voting um so they gotta i think they gotta take out the positions vote on the top 15 and then number one two three and four and five votes or whatever however, however you they want to do the math that's how you slice one through 15 so if you have five guards in the top five so be it but chances are you're not because at the end of the day it still works itself out look at the top i mean look at the top players in the league we, we gave you the three uh and be Jokic and um Giannis. 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 there's basically two bigs in a and a Well, three bigs, but one of them is more of like a wing. Like Giannis is like a wing big. And then who would you, who are your other two? You said maybe you said Tatum and Morant or something like that, or Tatum and Steph or
1: my other two. Yeah. If, if Embiid could be there and you could vote on it, I would definitely have Embiid there and I would have Ja. Yeah. So
0: it still works itself out. You have two bigs, a wing that's a bigger wing, and then a couple guards without having to force positions down our throat. And then you look at the rest, uh, Durant obviously gonna make it. Steph was obviously gonna make it. DeRozan deserved to be in there. And with the third team, Siakam, Siakam was the only one. And Trey Young, uh, I mean, what 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 a trade. I mean, the tra- was Trey any better than he was last year. Like I, yeah, I didn't I didn't really feel Trey Young's impact this year. So to me, the Trey Young being in the uh Trey Young was what was he? Yeah, he was 39th in scoring. <laughs> this year
1: and we're talking about Trey
0: oh that's the playoffs oh I got it wrong I was wrong I'll get gave- remember I told you the points for game I was looking
1: at playoff points for game so number one was yeah, Embiid well Embiid was none number More one that, was Embiid
0: number two was Giannis number three was Luka number four was Trey Young number five was DeRozan so you have a point now with that DeRozan over Jason Tatum thing you do have a point but it was, yeah. I mean, Jokic was number six. Yeah, I mean, you do have a slight point. Damn,
1: I, my whole argument got scrapped. Say, I felt like your numbers were flawed, but I my mean, whole you know, argument I got scrapped. <laughs> my whole,
0: my whole argument got scrapped there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Still, take the top fifteen players and slice it how you want it. So yeah, maybe Trey Young does deserve to be up there. <laughs> but Siakam, what's Siakam do? I don't
1: know. <laughs> he he averaged twenty two point eight. He did. He did. He was twenty fourth in scoring, but Bradley Beal wasn't on there. I know Bradley Beal went down. Uh, Zach Levine wasn't on there. Levine didn't play. He got hurt. I mean, he played. How many games did he play? He played sixty seven games. What about, what about what about
0: Jalen Brown?
1: Jalen Brown isn't on there. Jalen Brown average.
0: 23.6.
1: Yeah. Chaelin Brown isn't on there.
0: Darius Garland, first-time All-Star. He could have been on there. I don't know. It's You got you to gotta let – honestly, the guys who made it
1: – Donovan Mitchell isn't is even on that.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, outside – when
1: looking at that list,
0: Siakam's the only one, game, the the one which I'm like, hmm.
1: <laughs> but Donovan Mitchell played one game less than Devin Booker. And? And he scored – and he scored – Devin Booker was twelfth in points. De- Donovan Mitchell was thirteen. You know Devin what? the Booker book- had twenty six point eight. Donovan had twenty five. You know what the problem is? You're LeBron.
0: T- LeBron talked about this a couple years ago. Nobody has any love or respect for Utah. No one ever played with Utah in video games. No one cares about Utah Jazz. So, for what it's worth, until Donovan Mitchell's in a bigger, bigger market, think about it. When Rookie of the Year was happening between him and Ben Simmons, if he played for the New York Knicks, Donovan Mitchell would have won that in the landslide. I mean, like, let's be honest here. So he plays Angry. for Utah. No one cares about Utah. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, Julius Randle got there last year and they thought he was the next coming to LeBron James. So, you <laughs> know, it's they, but yeah, they got to fix the, the way they do the voting. Shout out to LeBron. This is his 18th all NBA team in 19 seasons that he's played. 18 out of 19. I mean, come
1: on. <laughs> Come on, So, Also, fun fact for you, because, I, of course, phones be hearing you, and I was just, like, strumming through Twitter, and it said, only one player has been nominated within the last 15 years, two times for MVP, and has made, what is it, uh, all team two. And that's your boy, Joel Embiid. Yeah, of course. Back-to-back years.
0: Yeah. Last year, he he got robbed last year,
1: but I get it. He got robbed this
0: year for sure. But I get it. You know, it is what it is. It's, it's politics. You gotta you gotta kiss ass in the media, <laughs> basically. That's how it works. So I retract my original statement. when I was talking about points per game. I was I was very off on that part. So maybe Jason, maybe you were right about the Tatum thing. But but yeah, the only one that I questioned was Siakam being in that in that top fifteen. Honestly, I mean, yeah. we can we can we can question Chris Paul, but. We're going off what we just saw of, of the last of Chris Paul, which is not fair on him.
1: So honestly, I, I would be I would be more comfortable with Jimmy Butler being there than than Pascal Siakam. Yeah that's one that's my biggest that's a good gripe one. one. Is, that's my biggest gripe too. And I think somebody else said it today when I was listening. I think is JJ that. said it. No, it might have been JJ, but like the Heat were one in the East, and not a single player it's, was represented yeah. on there. And that's, that's kind of wrong. I that's think Jimmy true. Butler should be there for the mentality that. Look at all of his stats together. What did what did Jimmy average? He had to average like 20 a game.
0: Uh Jimmy.
1: Jimmy Butler averaged 21.4 a game. Trying to look at the whole stat line. Five, five rebounds, five assists. It's not bad.
0: And then what what does that do? Probably like 22.
1: 22
0: uh i mean yeah i mean what was
1: it it's better it's a better stat line yeah
0: but they were the number one seed miami so the best player in the number one seed in the east should have some kind of love obviously phoenix got love they got two guys in there but the best player on on the on the team in the east should be in there as well
1: also the other the other thing we wanted to touch on was the max deal should that be into play for you making that
0: whenever they did that collective bargaining agreement and, and voted on that to, to, to make it a thing before we you get your max deal, I think it's kind of weird to weird, to weird. Uh I don't know who I don't know who, who's side came up with that that uh concept, whether it's the league, I mean, the the uh, league officials or the front office or the player side. I mean, it does force you to want to work hard, uh, so you make sure you get, you put yourself in line to, to get that big payday. So basically, at some point, you got to be a top fifteen player, right? I guess that does make sense, but we've seen players get like Clay Thompson didn't make like an All NBA team, and he got snubbed of getting a supermax deal. And, and Clay Thompson's the greatest, one of the greatest shooters of all time, right? So it's a weird, it's a weird rule to have because sometimes you just don't, you're not the media darling, but. Tobias Harris doesn't seem like somebody who should have got a, a, a max deal. And what why did he get it? He got a he was 13 one year? <laughs> is that the reason why he got um let me see, is yeah, that is that right why him. he got is that why he got a, a max deal? Because he was he was all NBA 13 one year? You know, if that's the case, that's just weird to me. <laughs> like, I don't know, like who would you rather have, Clay Thompson or or uh, <laughs> or Tobias Harris? I mean, sheesh. Let's see, awards. Uh, I don't know. He ain't got no words. I don't know how he got that deal. <laughs> he
1: doesn't want to, he doesn't want a, uh, all NBA team. I don't know
0: how oh, he must've signed that deal before they had that rule in place. Cause how the hell did a- he B- get that money?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like that once again, it kind of like screws players out of that. It does. i.e. Like Klay Thompson. Um, and so Jimmy Butler
0: should be in line for all, for a max, for another max deal or something. He ain't going, to I mean, I don't know. It's, Yeah, it does. I mean, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown is an all is a max player to me.
1: He's not in the top 15. Yeah. I feel like Jalen Brown might've been a guy who was overlooked on this as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Jimmy Butler has been all NBA third team four times. So (laughs) I, I feel like if you make an all NBA team, whether it's defense or offense, you should be have some kind of accolade or some type of, way to have that max in a way but i guess they they care about all nba teams so that includes all of your stats so
0: or it should be in the discretion of the player i mean of the coaches. i mean the 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 coaches or the only owners or whatever because at the end of the day it's the media who votes for these players for these all nba teams not the not the players it's not the owners of the league it's not the coaches it's not the gms it's the media so the media is basically deciding what your salary is going to be I Don't think that's fair. That's the part it goes back to the the, the whole crux of the whole situation is how they're doing voting.
1: Yeah, can't have the media right be
0: in charge of the player's salary at that at the end of the day. It's, there's, it's got
1: to, there's got to be some kind of shakeup, whether you have like old head NBA players that play into this or just have the current
0: players. <laughs>
1: I don't know, or even the current players, or just a designated like representative that goes and speaks on the collective bargaining agreements from the players. Even those guys, too, yeah. because obviously are not going to send Pat Bevin there to go negotiate. Pat Bevin going to be dropping F-bombs left and right, and have a cognate player that's like, okay, this guy, you know, this, this, and that, as opposed to just, like you said, all media guys. Because, once again, if, if that's determining your fate to get paid, there could be some vendettas out there. Think for you about it. If Skip
0: paid. Bayless was a voter, he would never vote for LeBron James to be MVP or All-NBA First Team. And Absolutely. that's because he just don't like him or something. I don't know. Or, like, this, I mean, there's a lot of uh, media people who don't like Durant, who don't like LeBron, who don't like, you know, Steph Curry. Like, there's people who just don't like a player, and they won't vote for him. So, and that, that should not be fair when it comes to negotiating someone's salary. Oh, the media doesn't like you, so we can't pay you. Right? <laughs> If that doesn't make sense to
1: me. Yeah, I think I think that was like what was it in baseball where they did like whoever won the All Star game had home field advantage. Yeah, that was stupid. That like was dumb. <laughs> I mean, it dumb. made the
0: All Star game watchable because they tried hard. But damn, how does that determine whether or not if I had if my team won one hundred and seven games and you won ninety three, I need to get home field advantage in this, in this damn World Series? What the hell's going yeah,
1: on? Absolutely. <laughs> so that was just dumb when they did that shit yeah. that year. But. They, once again, do better, do better. You got to do better.
0: Speaking <laughs> of the All-Star game, before we jump into, uh, you know, we're about to jump into uh saving in them, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, what, do you know, the Pro Bowls is thinking about scrapping the whole thing altogether <laughs> and just having a weekend of they celebrate them. Do you think there's any fix to the Pro Bowl or they just need to scrap it? Or what, what do you think? What would you suggest?
1: Don't have a game. Do like we have an NBA All-Star weekend. Like, how many times can Tom Betty throw a football through a toilet seat or something like that? <laughs> who's the most athletic one? Like I enjoy looking at shit like that as opposed to, I don't want to see, I don't want to see Matt Jones rip a, rip a 80 yard touchdown. Reading today, so. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know John Taylor would have laid his
0: ass out. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's it, football is different because it's more physical. So. But it was physical
0: left. years ago when they were, when they were going to Hawaii and playing the game still.
1: It was, but then it came to the point that, like, you could hurt my players and no one wants to tear their ACL at the – you don't want to get fired on your day off. Best Friday reference we can give here. Like You don't want to get fired on your day off. So that's the last thing you want to do is go in and have fun in front of fans, and it's literally to go have fun and you tear your ACL. So you don't want that to happen. I'm cool with making it like a a week-long event of different NFL – games but think of something more creative or split it up into like as lame as it sounds flag football or like quarter games or something like that
0: you think people will show up like 20 fifty thousand fans or show to watch a flag football game
1: i think i think if you want to try and promote that for kids to get into football and oh, start yeah. off like yeah. that would be a good thing to partner with and do um but think of something creative kind of like how the nba did it with like the 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 all-star game for Kobe Bryant for charity and stuff like that. Each half, like, or each quarter segmented to charity or something. Think of something fun, like NBA thought outside of the box. And the NBA, it's always changing, which I appreciate. used to be East versus West. And then as as much as I miss it, this is, like, where my old head kicks in. I miss when they used to wear, like, their their colored jerseys all the time. (laughs) I miss yeah. that instead of these stupid jerseys they got to wear, the red and the blue <laughs> or the white and the black. Like, they're just dumb. I miss that. But, you know, you don't see East and West anymore. You see the, the lead vote getter in the East and the lead vote getter in the West go and pick their teams. And that's that's super cool to see. bring it
0: back to the playground.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that exactly. fourth
0: quarter, when they have a, a target score to play to. You see the competitive, but it's real, it's fun. Like that's when you turn the volume up and stand up and start watching. Like that's when that, that's the that's the good part. Yeah. Football. Like flag like if I had to go sit and watch a flag football game. I mean, you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen or you know, maybe maybe I'll just tune in. I don't know. But that two hand touch, fake tackling, oh, go ahead and run, dude. Like that part, I don't know, make it seven on seven. I don't know. It's it's, it's hard, but I, as far as the – they should just do the other events. Dodgeball is cool. They should do, like, a race. Strongest man competition. Basically, the combine. Do the combine, but, like, blow it up. <laughs> blow it up to where it's, like, a fun event for the week. Passing – passing, uh, with that punt, punt pass kick or whatever they do, or I don't know, who can kick the longest field goal. Like, something where it's, like, intriguing. But you have to get voted in to get to that – to that weekend or that week. But,
1: but even at that, like the skills challenge, for instance, for the NBA, like the skills challenge should be something similar to that for like a quarterback. They should have one for a quarterback, one for a receiver, one for a, a running back and one for like O linemen. And then they should do one for the defense too. And see who pairs up the best on all of that. So.
0: Um, maybe like a big ass field day. You remember field day? You used to do like the, the basket, the egg thingy with the spoon or uh, the sack races, or whatever, just make it a big ass field day. I don't know, make it, make it, make it interesting.
1: <laughs> make it fun, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's I move it back in... to Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> and go back to Hawaii, not Orlando, even though we like it in our in our backyard. Kind no, of we stuff. don't, because
0: <laughs> no one's showing up to
1: watch it anyway. <laughs> it's always gloomy too. It's always shooting. And It is raining all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So college football preview, kind of not really even a preview, just more of like what's going on in the college football world Mm -hmm. Nick Saban decides to go out and say everyone's going to play for Jimbo Fisher because they're getting paid over there (laughs) they got that oil money in Texas yeah and (laughs) and he said it very nonchalant in a very Jimbo in a very Nick Saban way that I can appreciate because that's just the kind of guy he is like he doesn't shoot like we we know they're getting paid we also know your boys are getting paid too so um and then Jimbo fires back and saying like, "Yo, why are you attacking me? You know, every you, everybody has it out for you. This, this, and that, and a third, and nobody likes you." And you they know, got just, Dion
0: involved. Yeah, and what's his name? Lane Kiffin got involved. Davo Sweeney's been talking shit for the last couple months. Everyone's scared. Everyone's nervous. Everyone's bickering. It's like a little. It's like a my. <laughs> I was talking to my girl about it. She was like, "What the hell is this?" She thought it was like some. Like, girl drama. Like, it's like a, it's like a, like, love and hip-hop drama or or something It is. It
1: doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's like an uncommon rule that we know, and we don't need to talk about it. But now that some guys are just, like, actively getting paid and comfortable with it, Jimbo, or uh, Jimbo Fisher, uh, Nick Saban's Saban's just like, yeah, man, everyone just wants to go play for him because they're going to give him a bigger bag now. So, you know, it is what it is.
0: But you know what he's scared of? Think about it, and oh my gosh, Shannon Sharp made the greatest point ever the other day because, like, Jimbo was like talking about digging to Nick Saban's past and you know, see what he's about, blah blah blah. Right? And Shannon Sharp was like, he was thinking about it. Nick Saban convinced Tua's whole family to move to from move that, beautiful that. Hawaii to Tuxaloosa, Alabama. I mean, what the hell? When I when he said that. Like my, I had, like you know, mind blown meme, or I was like, "Oh my god, he's right." Who in their right mind would move from beautiful Hawaii, let alone California? Like Bryce Young and, and all these other dudes that are moving from the West Coast to come to uh, to the East to go play for Alabama. They got money. <laughs> they got they obviously to give you a chance to get into the first round and be a first round pick, which is great. But at the end of the day, all things equal. I'm going to USC instead of Alabama. I mean, let's just keep it real. And in my second choice, I'm going to Miami. Let's just keep it real. I'm going to be in somewhere where there's sunlight. And third, I'll be somewhere in Texas where football is like life over there. Before I go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, I mean, damn, it's crazy. I don't know, it's, I don't know. The whole thing is, the the thing with the NIL, obviously the NIL should should have existed a long time ago. And it's so fresh that there's no way to police anything. There's no rules. The NCAA doesn't know how to regulate any of it. All they said was, all right, go do what you want. And that was Wild Wild West. And all the boosters are getting involved and whoever has the most money is going to get players. So I think that the essence of the rule is good. Let the players make money off the name Imogen Lightning, because, damn, I see beautiful stadiums getting built left and right off the backs of Reggie Bush and Tim Tebow and Percy Harvin and Barry Sanders, all these great college football players. And legally they weren't allowed to make a dime or you have to give up the heisman trophy vacate wins all that other stuff like it's 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 and you're using my you're using my name like you're using my jersey number at the bookstore on this video game uh all the stuff yeah
1: like it's it's insane to think that um and then even vacate your heisman because of that as well so It's something that should have been implemented a long time ago, like you said. But, yeah, it's also digging up into – if you want to dig into Nick Saban's past, like how well does he recruit? Does he recruit that well because of a winning program? Or does the program just historically have a lot of money there to give players and get big names? Like it's not – no slouch. LSU, when he won his first championship there, they they had a squad. They had a really, really good team. And you know
0: who was on that staff with him at LSU?
1: jimbo fisher
0: so when he says dig into his past hey he's like bro i got the tapes i got the files i got the documents i got the blueprint so yeah i mean it's i don't know it's the the whole thing is just messy right now because at the end of the day and although i want the players to get paid there needs to be some regulations on uh how it happens because i don't want to see no 18 year old get exploited you know and taking advantage taking advantage of so it's
1: like yeah the last thing you want to see is a player like you said get exploited and then lose everything yeah you know, this when the point is to come and play but everybody's got to make money and it's it's a shame that these kids aren't getting paid to play the sport that they play and people come out like and it, and it sucks because it's, it's hard for a swimmer of course to get money as opposed to football Player, no one's. I mean, of course, people are going to come see swimmers, yeah, but not at the capacity they're going to go see the Tuscaloosa football game. But you so. know, like
0: the flip side to, that, I mean, yes, obviously, football is king in this country, especially with college football. College football is a multi-billion-dollar uh, uh, organization, company, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's hard to see you know swimmer or tennis player make that kind of money. But let's say you go to Duke, yeah. you go to Duke, you play basketball, you're gonna get paid. But Duke also has a great lacrosse team, so historically known to be a great lacrosse team, they might not be bringing in uh, all this this that and the third, but they win in championships. I want if my local car dealership wants to pay the, our, our lacrosse player a lot of money, hey, whatever. So that to me, that to me was the essence of the rule. Because how am I not allowed to get money off of me signing jerseys? You know what I mean? Like that yeah, to no, me was I'm- the essence of it. I think when the boosters got involved, it started to get a little bit messy because now you're getting kids transferring every three seconds. Hey, we're going to give you a bigger bag over here. You're not getting that much playing time. Slide on through. We got boosters for you. Like that part is a little messy. It does make it kind of just weird. Like, yeah, kids are moving across the country. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's still that's it's a lot to ask these kids at the end of the day just to keep moving because they want to chase another bag somewhere.
1: Yeah and and I think where it becomes real hazy too is if I'm the college player and I'm the best lacrosse player at Duke and let's say Duke is mediocre this year. Shachevski's gone, the program's taking a beating. Yet Greg Williams is the starting forward there and he's getting paid more than me, but my I've been here 3 years doing that. Now where does it become greedy on the on the player side of stuff?
0: Mm-hmm. like
1: it's going to it's going to cause an internal uh conflict with the schools too. It will. That the athletic departments different representations are going to be like, hey, we have the best program here but we're not making as much as these. And it's kind of like and I'm not and I'm not trying to compare this in any way, but similarities to United States men's soccer team and women's team getting equally paid out on this now. Mm-hmm. Like they're making just as much as the men are. So it's and then even at that we could do women's sports and and male sports yeah you you know? Know i mean yeah for, like it could yeah hit. for
0: sure <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: it's, it's gonna be it's gonna get messy but like you said it's it's wild wild west right now we don't we really do not know how to police it and we're gonna police it to the best of our abilities but when you got guys like if anything the coaches need to stay neutral on this like what nick saban did is uncalled for in my books like i i respect you as a coach I respect you as a as as you know a, a guru as putting together the greatest rosters. However you do it, we all know you guys are paying kids. We knew Pete Carroll was doing it. We knew everybody's been paying kids to come play for their organizations, no matter how cookie cutter they look. But and even if they weren't, they knew their were kids were getting money
0: somehow, and they just oh, turned yeah. a
1: blind eye because why would you say anything? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's just mind-boggling that you go after another program and even a program that you lost to last year like i feel like that's just that's, that's just part of it shit. that he, is not only he
0: he lost it he so basically you know how bill belichick never loses to his disciples same thing with Saban; he never loses to his disciples he lost to jimbo and he lost to um uh, kirby smart with georgia and they were both former guys of his and now they're going to some rival schools of his and now They getting they're able to pay a little pay a little bit better at these schools, so now he's like, damn! Not only did I lose to Texas A&M last year, they have the number one recruiting classes here, like, and Alabama's used to having that number one recruiting class. If not Alabama, then Ohio State. It's like that's just I don't know. It's obviously he's he's feeling the pressure. I think that that little video that he was doing, he was just telling the boosters, "Look, we need more money too." He shouldn't have called anybody by name. But he's like, look, Dion paid, even though Dion didn't pay that kid, because that kid was like, that was Travis uh, Hunter. He was like, a million dollars. Like, my mom still lives in a three-bedroom uh, apartment with five kids. So I was like, oh, okay. So maybe he didn't get a bag, but, you yeah, know, I, I don't know. It's it's just messy. It's, it's messy. <laughs> it's all I can say. It's messy, but they're going to have to find a way to make this make sense for everybody. Because... Think about it. Back in the day, Nick Saban sits on your couch. He's like, you know, this is the best program. You know, we're going to win national championships. Blah blah blah. blah. Now you got to sit on someone's couch, and we got a million dollars to pay you, <laughs> and we got a, uh, you know, we got this booster. We're willing to give you five hundred thousand to come here. That, that's a, that's that's it's a weird pitch that you have to do now as a, as a coach. When after all these years, we used to just tell them why you should come to the school. It's a five, you know, it's we're the top 50 in education and this, that, and the third. Now they don't care about that no more. It's like, bro, I got 500,000 for you. Come here. It's like, well, okay, let's. <laughs> is it still college football or is it professional football? Like Lane Gifford said, is it college football or is it professional football? So you guys, I see it in every way possible. I can understand why people will be kind of like iffy about, pay, about players getting paid, how they're getting paid. But the NCAA screwed up with this from the beginning. Because they're they're making free money off of labor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) off the labor of these kids. And it's a full-time job for these kids. Like, they wake up at 6 a.m. for morning practice. Then they got to go to class. Then they got to go to another class. Then they got to go to study hall. Then they have to go to afternoon practice. Then they got to go to class. Then they got to go to another dinner with the team. They literally literally at football or school from 6 a.m. to like 7 p.m. every day while they're trying to get good grades and can maintain a, a, a 3.0 GPA or whatever it is like you're asking a lot of these kids they should feel inclined to find a way to get paid a little bit and I guess I mean they're working 50 hours a week damn
1: I agree man I, I and I can I can paint this picture so many different ways um but at the end of the day the NCA really screwed themselves they thought oh because we're giving these kids a free education, most of them that they shouldn't have to complain. Well, how many people are really taking advantage of that free education? Yeah, They're they not even going
0: to class. They're taking underwater, underwater basket weaver so they can get to the league.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the so it's it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's wishy-washy from the get-go. So I don't feel bad for the NCAA. I think they handled this wrong. I think, you know, you you really gotta look, find a way and put something into, into play on how you're going to pay these kids whether it's like a giant pool for your athletics department like everybody gets x amount of money that's in these sports these are our top five biggest ones um i mean i got so many ways to carve this up but i don't want to sit here and, and play no, no,
0: i like I, I do like that idea like look our school is really good at, at football basketball and baseball so these three sports they're gonna get the bigger of that pie the rest of you who, who do swimming and volleyball and te- and tennis, look this is the pool. This is the pool that you're gonna get it from. We're still gonna give you a stipend every week to make sure that you're able to eat and you know and, and pay your rent and take care of your parents. But we don't have to overdo it. You know what I mean? Like the and basically how I would do it: have that little pool, and then whatever else they get on the side from 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 uh, car dealerships or signing their jerseys or jersey sales. That's just on them to make that money. But if you had this set rule with the NCAA, it would make this a lot easier so they don't have to feel inclined to go get that million dollar bag at USC rather than the 500000 dollars bag in Tennessee.
1: And then the other thing that plays in it, like if, if the players are focusing on their name and their brand to, to you know hone in money and endorsements, like, at what point are you taking school seriously then at this point? Because then if I'm an academics place and I'm giving you a free scholarship to come here, Are you really taking advantage of this? And why am I giving it to you for free? Well, make sure they have to
0: maintain a certain GPA at the same time. And I feel like they need need to be like, especially for people who expect to make the NFL, there are certain classes you need to take before you become an adult, especially in the league where they don't, they don't know finance. They don't know business. They don't know marketing. Like they need to take classes like that where they can actually apply what they learn to what they expect to do on the next level.
1: How about like a a course out map for that? Like if you're planning on going to the league, we have a one-year program or two-year program for you that teaches you all of these things on how to like manage your money and and humanities and these, these, and these things that are tailored to you as opposed to that. But, and you don't don't claim a major, you you claim a sports athlete or something like that or or student athlete. No, I
0: still want those, maybe like, I think this, it should be like there's a marketing one path that you can go there's a business path that you can go the finance path that you can go but just as we you know how they, like just general courses that you have to take anyway while you're in college their general courses just be a little bit different based on the path that they want to go on but you know I can't have my student come to class I mean on my team and he's 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 studying underwater basket weaving if he doesn't make us in the league or he blows out his ACL his year one Underwater basketball is not going to get you a degree. It's not going to get you a job, you know, when you graduate from college. So, I think that the NCAA did the to do a better job working hand in hand with the players rather than treating them like property and then after that it's just cool. wiping their hands clean of them.
1: Like I said, we could carve this so many different ways, but at the end of the day, what do we, what do we talk about? This all boils down to money, money. And then of at the course. end of the day, how, if these organizations are paying the student, how many student athletes are there in the university? There's a lot, if you really think about it. And how many of them are going to want to pay all of those athletes? And then how many of those athletes are going to then revolt against them? I don't want to come play for this organization because they're not paying. And then another program is like, oh, we'll pay you. And then they go there and then like, shit, we're paying too much for these kids. Like, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be messy. Until do, you
0: know, do you know happens. how much money the NCAA uh, made in revenues in 2021? $1.16 billion, right? How many student athletes are there? <laughs> Uh, let's see, NCAA. A total of, eh, I can't find that number. Yeah, I can't find that number. But one point one six billion dollars, and you see all these stadiums being built. You know, we're seeing new, brand new facilities. We're seeing brand new gyms. We're seeing all this brand new stuff, and the players are getting in trouble for for signing jerseys like that that is so as backwards to me. Like how can you get in trouble for signing jerseys and you're building a, a $500 million stadium in your backyard. That doesn't make any sense to me no, at I agree. all. So that's, the, that's the problem It's so backwards.
1: No, I do. But yeah. we preach the same thing. Like it, it's all based off of money and the NCAA set this up to happen. Like they, they, thought about their own greed and didn't think about anybody else but their own money that they're putting in their pockets and want to shun organizations for doing the same thing, yeah. wanting to put money in their own pockets instead of the NCAA's pockets. So,
0: And all they cool. say is, oh, well, we pay for your education. <laughs> That's how they justify everything. Yeah, we're, paying, we're giving them a free education. Look, I know a yeah. lot of smart kids from my school who get free educations and they're allowed to get a job while they're at school. <laughs> You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, what the hell? That makes, makes no sense
1: to me. Do better, NCAA. All right. Let's, um, let's wrap up the show. All of this Jimbo Fisher, uh, Nick Saban bout, we have put together for a fun segment of celebrity boxing coaching matchups. So three coaching matchups we would like to see uh, played out. Yes. Celebrity death match style. You go first. Good fight. Good night. Um, man, mine is, mine is kind of boring to be honest with you. Mine is like yours. I mean, yours is probably in thought and depth and, and really, really good. So I'm going to give you your flowers now, but oh my I'm going to go based <laughs> on ones that I've seen. And I don't know if the coaches have blood for each other, but I'm going to do it ranking as far as like, you know, to the main event. So my opening one is going to be Pat Riley versus Jeff Van Gundy. No, I actually and thought about team. that one,
0: but I didn't write and it the down. Heat
1: in the Knicks. Yeah, all in one. I like that. In. That's my opening round to get yeah. everybody wild up for everything. Um, my second one is very personal, and can be anybody, but the one that sticks in my head the most is Bill Belichick versus Rex Ryan. I just it's remember Rex, Rex Ryan during that era would talk so much shit about. I mean, you could. You could put Eric Mangini in there. Um, oh. You could put anybody in there too, any any Jets head coach. But I just feel like Rex Ryan was ready to go out full, fully loaded for bear to hunt Bill Belichick. And he got the best of Bill Belichick during he that did. time. And I'll give him that. Um, I'm jealous I didn't put that one down. <laughs> that was my second one. And then my final one is very, very like vanilla yogurt. But our main event would definitely have to be Roy Williams versus Mike Shashevsky. That would have to be the main event for me. I mean, there's even talk that they kind of didn't like each other and I way. heard that <laughs> that they did. They like respected each other's games, but personally, did not like each other. So rival
0: schools, you know, got to
1: <laughs> don't have to, but I mean, you know, one's a very one's a one's a was what, what, what was he in the army or the navy and Shashevsky and. And then Roy Williams is like a humble, nice-looking dude, man. Roy Williams is the definition of a, of
0: a basketball coach. Exactly. He coaches basketball.
1: Yeah, I mean, they both are. But, I mean, just saying Mike Krzyzewski's name 10 times fast is kind of tough. But that that would be mine right there. That's my personal one for me. I was trying to go baseball route, too. I was thinking of, like, Bobby Cox versus uh, Joe Torrey. But I was like, couldn't see those guys going at it. with, Even though, like, it was more their teams going yeah, yeah. But then you could also put like enter um uh uh cardinals manager and red's manager, whoever you want, they just hate whoever each you other. want, whoever
0: however you want to slice it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's that's my three right there though. But All yours right. is probably gonna be like blown the blown mine off. No,
0: so. no, no, no. Those are excellent, actually. I actually kind of jealous because I do have Bill Belichick on mine as well, but I okay. made my I, 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 I should have I did Sexy Rexy. I don't know how I missed that one. I put against Bruce Arians only because Bruce Arians seems like a hothead and uh, they, they kind of just fought over Tom Brady recently, I feel like. So, to me, kind of just battling out in, in, the, in the ring. Why not? It's just, I want to see Bruce Arians' hothead. You know, he's always red and shit and Bill Belichick is always angry. Like a, bab- like a baboon's ass, man. All <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I got Urban Meyer versus John Harbaugh. That I was another
1: good one. John I was Harbaugh thinking. is
0: very scrappy, I heard. He likes to fight people. And Urban Meyer is, a, is yeah, it's Ohio State versus Michigan at this point. But especially Urban Meyer, I want to see that scrap for sure. Um, and my last one uh, was kind of a more recent thing, was Jawan Howard versus the assistant coach from uh, Wisconsin, <laughs> John I Krabbenhoft. Oh, the dude slapped him on a, on a, in an actual college basketball game. If he actually slaps him in an actual game, this fight going to be crazy in the ring. It's going to be crazy. So that was my my main event. You got to run that back. Because, hey, if a, if a coach slapped me in the face, when we see them play, when we play them next, you better to know we're going to run it back. We're going to run it, it I'm bringing my squad with me. We're going to run it back.
1: <laughs> so quote Bill Walton, throw it down, big man. Throw, throw it, it down, big man. Throw it down. <laughs> But yes, no, that's that's a good list too. Like I said, yours is more well thought. I mine was just like on the spot of things I remember back in the day, and more minor like the teams backing these guys up too at that. Yeah, so.
0: no, I, I like those. Those are good. But the second Rexy was my favorite one.
1: Sexy Rexy had that shit talk. Like, man. Yo, he
0: was no, he was he was not. He was a thug for real. Rex Ryan is. <laughs>
1: He didn't give a fuck, man. He said whatever he wanted about Bill Belichick, <laughs> and, I was, and I was happy about that. Mangini,
0: man. hey Mangini, too. Honestly, Mangini and Rex Ryan versus uh, uh, Bill Belichick and uh, Josh McDaniels. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, that's his name, right? <laughs> Josh McDaniels, is, uh, coach now for Oakland, yeah. or not Oakland, Las Vegas. Yeah, I want to see that 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 uh, that four way that, that 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 taxi matchup. You <laughs> know
1: what would have been another good like opening round one would be like two head coaches slash offensive coordinators that really hated each other would be Josh McDaniels. And what's that guy for the Pittsburgh? And I think he was uh, the Kyle Haley. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good, that'd, that'd be, be like a good, good like hey, soft bout. Ty like. Haley, the coach of the Tampa. What, what's
0: our uh, USFL team? The bandits. Is that our team? <laughs> that team? I guess. I don't know. He's man. the head coach of Tampa, the Tampa USFL team. So who's we laughing? Saw. Who's laughing, laughing loud now?
1: <laughs> Josh McDaniels got a job in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. But apparently those two guys hate each other too. So I, I heard that. I well, was reading you, the whole
0: reason why I even had this. Who would win in a fight between uh Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm putting my money on Saban, man. I don't I care. No, I don't know. <laughs> I would put my Saban just looks like I'm not taking this shit. Like I feel like he would just get blown out the first like few rounds and then would just hit him with a handbag and be like
0: the way Jimbo came at Nick Saban he wanted all the smoke I think Jimbo would knock him out in the first 30 seconds I mean whenever you've seen a coach want all that smoke like that that like he was direct
1: that was a lot of smoke <laughs> he was man but let's be honest we're not gonna see that happen I mean <laughs> I don't care but uh, I don't know there's just some tough grit about Nick Saban that I respect that I really do enjoy and you don't often see Nick Saban go after Nick Saban is more of like a a defense mechanism he's defending his players he's defending his name he's defending like I don't know if he had a little bit of that country moonshine there that day and was just like well fuck it I'm just going to let loose and say, you know, Jimbo, and I'm going to name-drop Kirby Smart here, and I'm going to say, you know, Dabu. And then meanwhile – he, he name-dropped Deion Sanders. That's, that, that, that's when he, he messed up, bro. Yeah. You do don't, alpha I, commercials together. <laughs> don't come, yeah, don't come at Coach Prime. Co- he coached Coach at an HBCU. You threatened by HBCU now? Damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he feels threatened. I just think he just wanted to make it known that, like, these – And he did it in the wrong way. I think he just wanted to let it know that these organizations are paying their players while Alabama is still paying their players and we don't have the strongest recruiting class. And we, that's the thing is like, we talk about all of that. Nick Saban is like one of those guys that we have respect for, but we never talk about the Alabama program. Like like we know they're going to be there, but we don't give them their flowers because we expect it throughout the season. And then when they get there, we're like, oh, they're there. And then when they lose, we give them so much shit. Like, you were supposed to win, but we didn't talk about them enough in the regular season. We talked about Florida mopping up Clemson. We talked about Texas blowing out Texas Tech. We talked about all these crazy things. We didn't talk about, like, you know, Alabama. Well, you have out. the best players mm-hmm. on the field every game. There, yeah. There's nothing to talk about. We know you should win the
0: game. <laughs> exactly. It's when you lose, we're going to talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I think it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like we know what's expected of you. You know, I think, I think he just wants more media is what he, wants. Mm-hmm. I think he's just power hungry at all times. Like he gets sick when they talk about Clemson more than they do Alabama, or they talk about Texas uh, A&M more than they do about Alabama or Ohio state, Georgia. Shit, <laughs> And then he goes out there and waxes these programs and like, without a strong recruiting class. So it's just I don't know. It's I get it and I don't because at the same time now you're shooting yourself in the foot looking like an asshole. Yeah. How much more greedy do you want to be? You just came out a couple months ago defending these kids for playing their hearts out and look like a saint and like I I remember you you were said the rat poison tastes good that day. Now it looks like you're drinking from the rat poison. So it's just like it's just weird to see him do something like that. I don't it's very uncanty of, of Nick Saban to me. So
0: yeah. Shout out and also Jalen Hurts said rap poison in, in, in a press conference that he did with us with the Eagles. So that 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 shit does uh that shit does uh trickle down. Like Nick Saban has an yeah. influence on his players. <laughs> it's like Kool-Aid, they said. Oh <laughs> uh, my boy Jalen. Super
1: Bowl, respect. hey, Super Bowl champions
0: next year. Let's get it. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Let's uh let's you know let's wrap up the show now. Uh You can find us on Twitter at fair underscore weather pod, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just search the fair weather podcast. You will find us there and wherever you subscribe to the audio, we are definitely there as well. Uh, Parting words. Um,
0: Everything that Steve Kerr said yesterday about that shooting uh, in Texas, that school, uh, unfortunate and sad and depressing school shooting in Texas. I I sign off on every word that he said, go ahead and listen to it. If you haven't yet, we need, to, we need to do a better job loving each other in this country. Uh, but at the same time, we need to do a better job just, I don't know, man, just putting the, put the main thing first instead of worrying about, you know, how do I politicize this and politicize that? And I have to side my party on this and side my party on that. We got to just keep love and, 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 and peace for one, each, one another, the main thing before anything. So everything that Steve Kerr said yesterday, I wholeheartedly uh, agree with.
1: Yeah. That's my part um, word. You You took the words out of my mouth uh, for the first part. I mean, it's sad that a, a, a sports official has to resonate with a lot of people or people have to get their news off of Instagram and Complex yeah. and shit like that. Um, but I preach it all the time. Give people their flowers because you don't know who's having a bad day. Um, you don't know how it affects them. You don't know how they're affected at home. And it leads to things like this at the end of the day, depression, being sad, not feeling wanted. Um, There's so many avenues we can take this, but at the end of the day, you know, give people their flowers and do what's right at the, at the end of the day too, because this is something that hits me near and dear. Um, I'm not getting into depth with that, but it's it's something that's just ridiculous, and yeah, can you can get baby formula? I mean, you can get a gun easier than you can get baby formula. Is what people are saying now, which is ridiculous, to even think. Um, it's very easy to get a gun in this country, but and what makes
0: it what about? makes it worse for me is that my mom is a elementary school teacher in the state of Texas. So, I mean, this happened like 200 miles from her in the state of Texas, where. You can literally bring a gun to school, like open carry season and all that stuff. Like, my mom would never have a gun. So she's going to be at a disadvantage regardless if something like that would happen to her in her classroom. So, you know, these things are just so depressing and sad to see. Uh, We just got to do better and just love love each other. And, you know,
1: if if someone has a
0: problem, just take them seriously. Don't don't make it a social media thing. Stop bullying people. All this shit that we've been seeing lately, we got to just be better. That's all.
1: Yeah, and political officials, like, I'm not getting too political on this, but do your part. Do your part. We put you in office for that reason. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning, enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy these time. Play hard because I'm going to need you guys to sweep the next trash that comes into this town and let them know why you're back-to-back, soon-to-be back-to-back-to-back champions. Let's go. Yankees you're hurting me with all these injuries but at least we're getting it out of the way now um still 30 games still won 30 games and the Phillies you hurt me with that dumb bullpen that we have and the Knicks <laughs> don't fuck up this draft please <laughs> don't fuck up this draft and and, Jets, and Sixers and the Jets and you did for me. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: Jets you did good for me just win five games this year please Seven. Y'all, y'all got six for seven. <laughs> hey, make me make me look, make me eat my words. I enjoy that all the time. Make me eat my words. Make,
0: make him apologize to y'all next year.
1: <laughs> I will. I'll do it. I'll wear I'll wear judge shit all day at work. I don't care. Just make me feel make me feel like we have a team finally. But amen. My parting words. Peace. 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 You don't mess, you don't mess, you do my